This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to stop for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, and until the 23rd of December, straight talking with God, some thoughts on the grammar of prayer. Day 1, Interjections. Oi! It makes you sound like a London cabbie, doesn't it? A thoroughly cockney and probably working-class expression you might think, but not so. Oi! and its equivalents show up across the British Commonwealth in other English dialects as far away as New Zealand, Singapore, and perhaps most commonly on the Indian subcontinent where it sometimes sounds more like oyi or oye. And in terms of its history, oi has been around since at least the 15th century in written English and may have not a little in common with what town criers are supposed to have shouted to gain attention in town squares in past centuries, oh yay, oh yay. And if oi sounds, well, a bit rude, then you may be surprised that a poll of non-English speakers by the British Council in 2004 found that oi was considered the 61st most beautiful word in the English language. Who'd have guessed it? And if you play Scrabble, you may find it useful to know that oi was added to the list of acceptable words in 2006. From the point of view of a student of English, oi, along with words like ugh and wow, fall into the category of interjections, short, single-word exclamations which lack any tie into the grammatical structure of a sentence and often express emotion. Oi whatever your class, continent or accent, is either a call to pay attention, oi, watch out, or a challenge, oi, depending on the tune you adopt. Either way, it's probably not the politest form of expression. Often in our lives of prayer, we imagine that politesse is what it's all about. As an Anglican priest now of many years, I've become adept at reading and even improvising prayers in the most elegant language, with never an interjection to be heard. We fall, we are lured too easily into imagining that God only speaks the Elizabethan English of the Book of Common Prayer, and that anything less is an unsatisfactory compromise. We all know, or will do now, the story of the woman at the door of the church taking issue with the vicar over what she saw as a most unfortunate lapse into contemporary English during the service. Father, she's supposed to have said, if the English of the King James Version was good enough for St Paul, it is good enough for you. This is not to say that being fluent in elegant English is in any way a fault or a shortcoming, but only that we might notice this assumption that God only speaks the language of the prayer book and question it. And since this week, and indeed until the 23rd of December, we're thinking about the grammar of prayer, this might be a good place to start. On my shelves are various classic tomes about Christian prayer, many of them dated in language, but nonetheless useful resources. One phrase which, perhaps thankfully, seems to have lapsed from the lexicon of Christian prayer in the 21st century is the term ejaculatory prayer. But it's a phrase that 
perhaps surprisingly, was popular in the more prudish days of the 18th and 19th centuries, and that because, in the language of those days, it had no unintended sexual connotation, but rather signified the sort of prayer that bursts forth from us to God uncontrolled, like an interjection. We shout, oi, or uh, or wow, when we are gripped by the moment. We don't overthink what we're saying. Indeed, we don't actually think at all. Interjections burst forth from our unconscious minds, from the realm of our instinctive responses, without any thought and certainly without too much polishing. Think of that as an analogy. What, I wonder, would it be like if, instead of using only the very self-conscious, highly refined, quasi-Elizabethan language of the Book of Common Prayer in our life of prayer, we were to use this urgent, unrefined, spontaneous language when we speak to God? It might take some practice, but it might, if we could stop censoring and polishing the words we use and our concepts, make our prayer more alive and authentic. Shouting, oi, or exclaiming, wow, to God, might feel impolite, but it might come much closer to how in any moment we are really feeling. And since God gifts us with life, and in Christ wills us to be at our best, as St Irenaeus realised, fully alive, the occasional interjection, ejaculation, or even expletive might not only be forgiven, but welcomed. All of this puts me in mind of a lovely short poem by R.S. Thomas, which you may or may not know, but certainly should. It's entitled Folk Tale, and to my mind it captures beautifully and elegantly the idea of shouting, Oi! to God. Folktale. Prayers like gravel flung at the sky's window, hoping to attract the loved one's attention. But without visible plats to let down for the believer to climb up, to what purpose open that far casement? I would have refrained long since but that peering once through my locked fingers, I thought that I detected the movement of a curtain. When did you last allow your unfiltered thoughts and feelings to head Godward in prayer? And if it was some time ago, might not today be the day to start? And join me tomorrow as our theme of straight talking in prayer moves from interjections to vocatives and on Wednesday evening at 8.30 to imperatives. This is just one of many podcasts from St Paul's Knightsbridge which you can find by searching on SoundCloud or Spotify. <laughs>